All right, all right, all right, all right. Hello, good evening. Welcome to tonight's show. It's a late show, the late night show. We couldn't end the evening without talking about the fact that things are full, full blast a go-go for Twilight of the Dead. Now, you know, I, I just want to say this is kind of a misnomer. Misnomer, is that the right thing to say? This is kind of, uh, I don't know, it's a weird situation because our fearless leader has been uh, dead since 2017. So the idea of this really being George Romero's Twilight of the Dead is, it's not really possible. I mean, what we're going to get is, I don't know, I don't know what we're going to get. I guess that's kind of what we're going to we're gonna talk about uh, briefly here tonight and sort of wax uh waxadaisically did i just make up that make that up um about it let's read let's read what the news says first before we before we add our two cents to the situation by the way just so you're aware if you have not been aware already i'm doing a t-shirt giveaway uh, i've been doing it for a while and i'll be doing it for a little bit more a little bit longer. boy i can't talk tonight be doing it for a little bit longer. We're giving away t-shirts. I'm going to ask a trivia question at the end of the show. You answer the trivia question. If you're the first person to answer correctly, you can win a free shirt. Instead of me telling you about it, let pre-recorded me tell you about it here in this fun little informative video. I'm going to be doing a live show every single day. I'm going to be giving away a t-shirt. At the end of every episode, I will ask my trivia question. You will send your answer to fromismail at gmail.com and the first person to answer correctly will be the winner. You give me your name, your address, and your t-shirt size. If you are outside of the continental United States, you will have to cover shipping and handling. Join us night after night where I will be doing t-shirt giveaways who doesn't like a free t-shirt i'm not gonna go easy on any of you i'm gonna ask really hard questions so be prepared all right so we know what the deal is with the shirt contest good stick around and i will ask my trivia question at the end of the show this is from deadline by uh andreas weiser weisman George A. Romero's final zombie movie, Twilight of the Dead, moving ahead. Wow, that's a nice little rhyme. Twilight of the Dead moving ahead with roundtable entertainment production details revealed ahead of planned 2023 start. So they haven't started shooting yet. I, You know, we got some news about this back in 2021, as we're going to see. I remember them, there, there being uh, rumblings. Su Susan Romero, who is... George Romero's wife um, upon his death, but not his long-term wife. His long-term wife and co collaborator was uh, Christy, Christine, and she's in a bunch of she's in a bunch of his movies. I think they first hooked up on the set of Martin. She's at, she has a, a, a sizable role in in Martin in in turn, and um, you know they had they had three kids together, two or three kids. And George has his kid from a previous marriage as well. And then they divorced at some point. And then George married Susan. He moved to Canada. And that's where he spent his remaining days in Canada. It's also where he shot his last three films, which also happen to be uh, Living Dead films. 
sadly, or de- of the dead films. I say sadly because, you know, for a great, magnificent filmmaker like George, Jorge, as we call him, uh, it's sad that he made such lackluster films. I mean, Land of the Dead is, you know, it's a mixed bag. I'm not here to to judge it too harshly or weigh in, weigh in too heavily. Um, but ever since George died, his his wife you know, they have the estate and she's in control of the estate and they're just, they're trying to get stuff out there. They put out one of George's industrial films called the amusement park was being marketed as a a lost horror film. It's not, I mean, it's not, I mean, it is horrific, but it's not, you know, it's not like supposed to be, you know, it was meant, it was meant as a, like a PSA sort of about how you treat old people. And, you know, the thing about George Romero films is that all of his films are kind of like PSAs. So it kind of it kind of overlaps in that way. And that was marketed that came out on Shutter, And, you know, it's not even a feature. It's not even feature length. It's kind of a bummer, actually. Uh, it's OK. It's not. You know, there was another thing called Jacaranda Joe from 1994, the short film, more of like a proof of concept, really. And, and that never got off the air. But. Um, I think it was the univ- uh, Carnegie Mellon or the University of Pittsburgh. Somebody who has like a George Romero library, they showed a cut online. And if you were lucky enough to register, you could see it. I was lucky enough to get in. I saw it. Um, super rare screening of a super obscure George Romero work vehicle, whatever. Uh, George Romero had a lot of, you know, unmade projects. He had a lot of unmade scripts. Um, the Twilight's history goes way back, way before... He was trying to get Land of the Dead made. Now, some of you are familiar with the Misfits song, Twilight of the Dead. Why would Jerry only release Twilight of the Dead in the mid-2000s, especially when there was a movie called Land of the Dead coming out? And why would Jerry then put out a song called Land of the Dead? I don't actually know the answer, but I can surmise it pretty well. George Romero uh, teamed up with Jerry's Misfits in the year 2000 to they they sort of swapped they sort of swapped services. Um, the Misfits appeared in a George Romero film called Bruiser, actually a really great film. I think it's I think it's only grown better with age. Peter Stromer, great movie, great movie, Bruiser. And in exchange, George Romero directed Scream by the Misfits. So the Misfits had a George direct George Romero directed music video. Pretty cool. It's a great video and it uses footage from Bruiser in it. Um, I have to imagine around that time, it's the year 2000. George is at some point, he's sort of, He's 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 been he's had this long languishing project. I guess we can kind of cut to this. This would make be a good time to cut over to here. I didn't know that this page was still active and I'm super excited to look at it here. And now the homepage of the dead. If you were a Romero fan, if you were a zombie nut before 2002, when um, when 28 days later came out and before 2004, obviously, when. Shaun of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead came out. That that sort of trifecta really ushered in the modern, um, the modern zombie renaissance that really has not faded yet. I mean, you know, maybe zombie mania has sort of died down since the 2010s, but I mean, zombies have been going strong ever since that trifecta, much to the sour grapes of of George, who literally carried, who invented the modern zombie and then carried it 
from movie to movie only for, you know, to have opened the door so that others could walk all over George as he walked through. And George tried to chase that dragon with those last three dead movies with, um, with Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, and Survival of the Dead to no avail. Didn't go down. In any case, uh, to get back to Jerry Only and the Misfits and George Romero, George Romero in the 90s on this page called Homepage of the Dead, as you can see here, they had the films, right? This is how I sort of, you know, inundated myself with when I was like just obsessed. I probably, I first saw Night of Living Dead in 1995. I was 10 years old. And, you know, for the next three years, I would explore the internet. I would come across this page. And this is where I got the very first taste of primary information about all things George Romero and, and dead and dead stuff. And one of the sections here was Twilight of the Dead. And those of you who are big deadheads like me will remember there was a whole Twilight of the Dead, the supposed fourth George Romero film. And so why would Jerry only, you know, have this thing for an unreleased George Romero film? It's because Jerry only was always, you know, out there trying to, you know, um, he was always trying to catch the wave by writing a song for a movie. He thought he could tie it into the movie that Jerry was obsessed with this. He did it with scream. He did it with bruiser. He did it with twilight of the dead and land of the dead. He did it with, uh, the lost in space movie with uh, forbidden zone. He did it with, uh, the planet of the apes movie that came out. Tim was obsessed with Tim Burton movies. Eventually he would write dark shadows. Jerry was always, he was always thinking back to night of the living dead, you know, cause it worked out so synonymously that first time. Um, there's a song called Dawn of the Dead on, on American Psycho. So <laughs> it's just interesting how, you know, Twilight of the Dead goes back some ways. And, you know, and what's interesting is Jerry, as I said, Jerry wrote a song trying to, you know, he's like in touch with George, like, hey, I'm going to get this song, Twilight of the Dead, in the new George Romero film. And then when that changed over from Twilight of the Dead to Land of the Dead, Jerry wrote Land of the Dead. And so it's like, it's always like trying to chase that, chase that dragon and couldn't quite catch it either in the same way George is trying to catch his. The point being is that Twilight of the Dead goes back some ways and additionally is sort of really mired in two other dead films. One, um, I believe a lot of the unused ideas for the original version of Day of the Dead were then um, were then folded into Twilight of the Dead, and a, a lot of the ideas that that sort of died with, or at least when Twilight of the Dead evolved into Land of the Dead, you had overlap too. And I've actually pulled up some stuff here that might sort of show us that. Um, so there was there's some overlap there, and the treatment that they are well. Let me read the, now. Let me read the news. I, I want to well before I read the news. Let's just go over here. Fiction stories, man. I used to read this thing. Can you believe this? Look, there's there's a one thousand one hundred twenty three uh, pieces of fiction here, and it's still friggin' going. It's still going all these years later. Look at this. All right. Well, the last, sorry, the last story here is from October 29th, 20, uh, 2017, right around when George died. But the idea that here, order by date, let's do date. Uh, yeah. Can we, oh man. And you can even rate it too. That's so cool, man. 
let's go to the let's go to page 29 for a minute let's see i, I remember i mean these are the ones i would read man look at this from 97 how cool is that there's one there's a story where it says where one becomes two and there's also a story here oh Oh, the Dawn of the Dead poem. There's a Dawn of the Dead postscript where it shows what happens, where it shows what happens to Peter and Fran. Fran gives birth and she dies, and Peter carries the baby. He t- takes the baby with him, and they 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 you know continues on. I remember that man. Look at this. Look at this. I can't believe this is still here. Amazing. It's absolutely amazing to me. So cool. So cool. I'm going to, I'm going to put a link here in the comments. Oh, you could, could you not even see it when I was looking at that? Yeah. You couldn't even see it. Let me share this tab and set. Here it is. Sorry. You couldn't even see what I was looking at. How cool is that man? So cool. So cool. Look at all the stories. So if you want to do some reading, if you want to explore this site, I highly recommend it. I'm putting it in the live chat. Everyone should check this out. Really cool. Really cool. In any case, let's move over now to the news. Okay, so here's the news. Exclusive. George Romero's quote-unquote final zombie movie, Twilight of the Dead, has gotten fresh impetus with producer, financier, roundtable entertainment, and a planned late 2023 start date in Puerto Rico. And that's a pretty good sign. Although, you know, you have a strike going on. So who knows? Although it sounds like this is going to be a pretty, potentially a pretty independent film. Uh, The George Romero, the George A. Romero estate is teaming up with LA-based financier. Oh, I said that. uh, uh, With LA-based financier producer Roundtable on the seventh and final quote-unquote installment. Yeah, right. They'll keep, they'll keep churning these things out like hotcakes if they could of the seminal Living Dead franchise. Horror icon Romero had written a treatment for the movie before he passed away in 2017 and regarded Twilight of the Dead as the conclusion to his epic saga. So what's interesting here is we have an updated treatment from when the film went from Twilight. Remember what I said? It was going to be Twilight of the Dead in the late 90s. And then that changed to Dead Reckoning. And Dead Reckoning eventually turned into Land of the Dead. And the vehicle, Dead Reckoning, is in Land of the Dead. That's the vehicle that Riley and his, his, his team, Pillsbury and all those guys, that's what they operate. Um, and then I guess Romero was, was shaping up to do one more and cap it off, and he passed away before he could. Uh, but they're trying to piece it together like it's an epic saga. When in the reality, those, those back three are just weak in comparison to the, obviously, you know, the goat, that is the first three, uh, which comprised six movies and various spinoffs and remakes. The project was first revealed in 2021, but things have been quiet since then. The script is now finished. Having been taken on by Joe uh, Netter, Robert Lucas and Paolo uh, Zalati, who also worked on the treatment with Romero. So these are writers who were writing with Romero, which does make me feel good, you know, asking the question, do we need this? Do we want this? That, I mean, at the end of the day, we always are going to want more George and we can't get more George because George is gone, but George left behind a treasure trove. Is it going to be George Romero? No, it's never going to be George Romero, but 
in a world we live in a world where where Stanley Kubrick never got to make AI and Stan and Steven Spielberg uh, made it instead. And, you know, it's been panned or it's, it's, it's sort of a polarizing film. Not everybody likes AI. I love it. I think it's a masterpiece. Um, am I glad that it exists versus not existing at all? Absolutely. And I guess it would be the same with Twilight of the Dead. I mean, we already have, you know, these two clunkers at the end, Diary of the Dead and Survival of the Dead. Maybe it's better to have something tacked on to not leave such a bitter taste. The, I mean, the reality is, is Day of the Dead really is the fine, the finality of, of it all. You know, the, the three films are, are the perfect arc, night, dawn, and day. And, you know, I talked about this with Bob Rose one day on my show where we, we talked about the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, dawn of the uh, day of the dead is not about human survival. It's not, you know, the story is the reason why the story is so dark is because the dead have won They're the, the human race is extinct. What we are witnessing are these, the, 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 the smallest remnants of human civilization taking its final breath before everybody is dead. You know what I mean? Um, so it's kind of like, I mean, it's like it really does put a, a, a fine period on everything that Romero was saying. We didn't need anything after that. So if you really just want to leave, leave sleeping dogs lie, just watch those, those first three movies. You're good to go. Um, here's the plot of Twilight of the Dead, according the the new one, at least the updated version. We'll talk a little bit about that in a second. Um First, I just want to talk about sticky situations like Riot Stickers. That's right. Riot Stickers is the official uh, sponsor of the Firmest Channel. We're doing a special deal with Riot Stickers, only available down in the comments below. You can get a 1,000 Riot Stickers, three inches by three inches, for $79. That's seven cents per sticker. These stickers are printed on vinyl um, to make them waterproof. They have a UV coating to protect from the sun thousand stickers 79 dollars you're not going to find a better deal uh the quality is great I, I i love my riot stickers and you should too so take advantage of this once in a lifetime style deal you're not going to find a better deal on the internet than a thousand stickers for 79 dollars i highly advise you go go down it's riotstickers.com backslash from us uh link in the comments here's our video Riot stickers, we are the bomb. So 
What is the new old the old new Twilight of the Dead about? So here's what here's what we're given. Set on a tropical island, we're told Twilight of the Dead will delve into the dark nature of humanity from the perspective of the last humans on earth who are caught between factions of the undead. True to the Romero Over, it is being framed by the producers as a thought-provoking social political commentary wrapped in a genre piece which is what george did best it sounds like again what they just described sounds very much like this this is this is the some of the original this is from reddit and this is some of the original day of the dead what the original day of the dead was supposed to be it's incredible the scope is five times bigger in in talking about the budget the budget was twice the size of what they ended up working with um, Romero Romero had to cut his budget in half and had to scale his scope down. And what we got was day of the dead, which again, as you said, many times before it's claustrophobic. It's a character piece. It's great. It's so great. And like, I, like I always say, the best scenes don't even involve zombies. It's just, it's just, antagonistic you know uh humans confronting their humanity in in a cave it's great um chloe sky says the scope is like five times bigger alongside the bunker there's an entire town above ground with an electrified fence perimeter and an underground that's another town's worth of people hold up the governor of florida is the main villain similar to dennis hopper's kaufman character in land of the dead alongside the roads that we know and love. And there are two female protagonists that were meshed together to make Sarah in the, in the stripped, in the stripped back script. The action set pieces are massive with a literal army of zombies like bub who are weaponized to respond to noise and visual commands. The script is so passionately written. There are a handful of moments that would have audiences jaws on the floor. There's also a major advancement in the lore of Romero's world as there are hints that the zombie phenomena is coming to a close. It's genuinely moving at the end. It's one of the greatest horror films ever made. Now, I I remember reading, you know, uh, reading about it online again in the 90s. And the main takeaway spoilers on an unproduced movie is that the someone is killed and vows not to come back and they don't come back they stay dead, meaning that the dead are going to stay dead from now on, something like that. Um, now, how much of that story from the original script of Day of the Dead finds its way into the final version of Twilight of the Dead? I don't know. But it feels like since 85, since the year I was born, I'm about to be 38 years old, um, it seems like George was always trying to bring that, that epic vision on the screen, and he just never ended up being able to do it he tried with twilight of the dead he tried with dead reckoning and he tried with land of the dead and then went out with the whimper that he did so you know so that that is that um back to the article here at hand uh romero's 2005 movie land of the dead introduced big daddy an intelligent zombie leader whom I ate dinner with when my movie Romeo's distress won best screenplay uh, for a feature length film uh, whose fate is left 
an open question at the end of the pick. The movie took in 20 million stateside and closed close to 50 million globally. The production team on Twilight of the Dead, which includes the late filmmaker's wife and a state manager, that's Suzanne. She's very agreeable to uh, you know anything Romero related, it seems. Is in negotiations with a director and was in talks with with cast before the SAG after a uh, strike hit. They are applying for an interim agreement. Now, the interim agreement, for those of you who don't know, allows films to be produced under whatever the agreed upon terms will be when the strike closes, meaning that the film cannot be sold until the agreement is made and it has to be on the terms that are outlined with what SAG wants, sort of. That's sort of a an approximate breakdown. I probably minced a few things there. The team also tells us that they haven't closed the door on the possibility of an additional movies in a new franchise. Should this one go well, it's just a shame that George isn't here to deal to see it or deal with it. And on that level, it makes me go, you know, I don't know if I need this. What do we need this for? I mean, especially without George, it just kind of bums me out. Um, But at the same time, like more, always more, whether it's whether it's not not good, whether it's weak or not. I just want more. Suzanne Romero said today, I'm delighted to be joining forces with Roundtable to bring the eerie evolution of Romero's universe to the screen. Roundtable impressed me with their long term and deep love of George's work. I believe they have the vision to produce the best version of this movie that honors the Romero legacy. I can't wait to start filming. Now, a while back, George's son, who used to go by the name Cameron Romero, but is actually George C. Romero. Uh, he's he's also he's named after his dad, and now he goes by George C. Romero. Um, was trying to make something called Rise, and was going to be a prequel to Night of the Living Dead, and then it turned into a comic book. Something not, nothing ever came of it. Uh, Roundtable's head of scripted John Balducci said added. We're thrilled to be look. We're thrilled to be working alongside Suzanne, Paolo, and Stephanie to bring the final installment of this epic series. It is the perfect ending to one of the greatest horror legacies of all time. It's never going to be perfect because George isn't there. George would make it perfect. I'm sorry, I have to disagree there. With a powerful and timely message about how humanity is the cause of its own destruction over and over and over again. I mean, yes, it's George's ideas, but if George needs to be there to be execute them. That's my that's the big conflict I have inside. There's a lot of excitement in the creative community to be involved and we'll be making decisions on that shortly. Romero, right. And this goes on and on and on. Blah, blah, blah. The Romero estate isn't involved in the unnamed MGM sequel to Night of the Living Dead, now public domain, which is in development with Nick Yatu Jasu Nanny attached to direct. Uh, our update on Twilight of the Dead comes soon after an injection of capital into round table. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. So there's that. And then I hate Collider and I think they're terrible writers, but let's just see here. The big picture, George A. Romero's final zombie. Yeah, we know that the movie will serve as the conclusion to the Living Dead franchise. We know that they're seeking a director. Yeah, nothing, nothing new here. What is Twilight of the Dead about? It's from the point of view of the last humans on Earth, just like Day of the Dead, who are caught between various... Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. I don't know. 
Speaking of which, yeah, it's just more of the same copy, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then this looks like a, like a video to go with it. Now, here is something that is interesting. You know, um, George A. Romero's Twilight of the Dead, five reasons I'm excited for the movie that's in the works by Philip Sledge. And this is from 2021 when that first bit of news popped up. Let's see if I agree with what Philip has to say. Do I agree with Philip's five reasons? Let's see. I'm not going to read all of them in depth. The idea of watching another George A. Romero movie in the theaters has me feeling like a teenager again, considering that all the films came out before I was born. And, you know, I don't know if you're not including Land of the Dead, which I did see in theaters. It, I don't I don't I don't feel that way. They don't make me. I mean, they they are a piece of my youth, but it doesn't make me feel like a teenager again so i don't wouldn't consider that to be a a good reason uh i was 20 when land of the dead came out i mean yeah it was fun uh george a romero's widow suzanne has said twilight of the dead is the movie her late husband wanted to make okay so now i don't know exactly what suzanne's deal is but you know i mean she was with george at the end and if george this is a movie that george wanted to make the idea of his ideas being brought to life without him is bittersweet, but at the same time, I kind of want it to happen. I want George's ideas to be out there. So that that does I do I have to say I would agree with that. That's a good reason. That does that makes me happy. Suzanne Romero, who created the George A. Romero Foundation to preserve her husband's legacy, explained that the late filmmaker worked on a treatment of Twilight of the Dead prior to his death, and it was later fleshed out by a trio of horror screenwriters. And even though the iconic filmmaker himself didn't write every line of dialogue, Suzanne Romero did say the film was what he wanted to make and is still very much a Romero zombie movie. So would have George have even made it? Here's the big question. Would George have even made it? Maybe he would have just been a producer, in which case I guess it holds its legitimacy. It holds its, uh, what's it called? It, it holds its pedigree uh, as a result. This is similar to the case of Tom Savini's 1990 Night of Living Dead remake, one of the finest horror remakes ever. And even though it came out in 1990, it really is a part of that 80s, that 80s renaissance of brilliant remakes that started with The Thing, The Fly, and The Blob. You can add Night of Living Dead on there. I mean, especially considering that it came two years after The Blob. Right. So in, total, in a span of 10 years, we got four incredible remakes that are that stand, you know, perfectly well on their own. Um, by taking this basic outline of one of the best horror movies of all time and making a few changes, the combination of writer director went above and beyond what was required for a remake. So, you know, George rewrote that in an effort to finally make some money on Night of the Living Dead, which they, you know, they didn't make a lot of money. They got a lot of fame for it, but they did not make a lot of money um, and then gave it to, to Safini to direct. And Safini didn't get to do the vision that he wanted. His vision was he, there was a lot of gore that he didn't get to film, but still it is a fantastic remake. It gives a, it gave Romero a chance to revisit the, the uh, Barbara's arc and make her. Uh, strong in a different kind of way. Um, you know, if the original Night of Living Dead is overcoming trauma and PTSD to act selflessly and heroically in saving another human being, 
you know, this one is sort of like goes in a completely different direction with, you know, a strong female lead who seems to have be the only one who has any sense about her. We can just walk right past them. She says played by uh, Patricia. God, what's her name? Patricia something. She was also in Creepshow too. She was part of the 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 family, but not not the fam, not biologically part of the family, but the filmmaking family. It sounds like Twilight of the Dead. Here's another reason. It sounds like Twilight of the Dead will continue the evolution of zombies seen in Land of the Dead. You know, that's one of the things about Land of the Dead I don't like. I don't care. I don't need an evolution of zombies in that way. The zombie should just remain what it is. You know, the Romero zombie is its own thing. The shambling, you know, corpse that finds its strength in numbers and doesn't get you, you know, physically, it gets you mentally. And that's the thing people don't realize about Romero zombies and zombies in general. The zombies don't overcome you physically. They overcome you mentally and emotionally. And that's how they get you because the monster is the face of your loved one. The monster is the face of the person you were just with five minutes ago who died and now has come back for you. It, the, the zombies psychologically get you before they ever take a bite out of you. And that's what makes Romero zombies so incredibly special. That's what really adds, you know, how, how did, how did this happen? Why didn't someone just hop in a tank and run over all of the, you know, I mean, obviously that could never happen. I mean, that, that, that's unrealistic in an unrealistic story. That's an unrealistic solution, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, how did how could we let it get this way because we love our we love our family we love our our friends we love our fellow man as much as we hate them you know and so it's like this one two punch of humanity not being able to save itself from itself and humanity not being able to emotionally break away from you know the physicality of the flesh which is no longer represents the person that they once know and love and instead is this thing that's shambling towards them to eat them you know and kill them so that's interesting um so i don't really i don't care i don't need an evolution i really don't i don't need the evolution of zombies seen in land of the dead especially pushed further Will they do it? And will I, you know, take it as it is? Yeah, sure. Fine. But do I need it? No, I really don't. You can just give me the, the, just the same zombie that we've had since 1968. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, this is an important one. Actually, I think right here, we can wipe out the bad taste left in our mouths from diary of the dead and survival of the dead. Now, when diary came out, I was stoked. I was stoked about it. I wanted it. I wanted that movie. I was like, great. He's going to keep making zombie movies. I'm going to keep watching them. And it's friggin' awesome. And, you know, and then, of course, I saw it. And I was like, I remember coming out of that screen and going, uh, okay, uh, sure. Fine, whatever. Okay, I'll take it. It's more thinking maybe Romero would either, you know, he would he would finally move on to something from zombies. Now he's done zombies and just never didn't do it. Didn't friggin' happen, ironically enough. Um, so and then survival of the dead. I was like, oh my god, what is this? It's like George, how could you? How like honestly, how could you? You know, I mean, this is the same man who like would in the 90s just walk out of meetings with 
Hollywood executives who would, you know, he felt disrespected and he was trying to get the mummy made. Could you imagine George Romero was the mummy? It would be awesome. Finally, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a living dead adjacent that's not straight up zombies. Uh, what could have been, what we could have gotten, it would have been awesome. So, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen Diary of the Dead. In fact, I've only seen it once and I saw it nearly 20 years ago. And I've only seen Survival of the Dead once. I have never had any urge to revisit these movies. I don't even remember them. So in fairness, I really should revisit them and see what's what and determine, make a better determination. But, you know, ultimately, you know, I've watched Land of the Dead, you know, a handful of times since it first came out. There are things I really like about it and there are things that really bother me that really give me a headache. And um, so it's always a mixed bag. I mean, I always just go night, dawn, day. That's it. What else do you need? Here's the last reason Twilight of the Dead will hopefully give us a fitting end to George Romero's Walking Dead series. I mean, as I said earlier, we already got that. We got a fitting end with Day of the Dead. If if you're going to, you know, count everything else, then yes, that's true. We could use something besides survival of the dead. That would be great. Fine. Sure. Let's do it. Um. So I'm all for that. that that's, that's a pretty valid reason. And that's it. Those are the five reasons. So uh, did we, did we do it guys? I think we did. We, we went through it. So, you know, um, before we get to our question, um, final thoughts, uh, should they, I, I guess the answer is yes, they should. I would much rather see it and hate it than imagine what if, you know, I guess at this point, the world will always be a better place when there's more Romero stuff in it, whether it's stuff that Romero directed himself or stuff that George thought up and wanted to bring into the world. So I, I would hope, I would hope that, you know, and plus we have the living dead, which is that, that novel that he was working on and was completed by that Daniel guy. I forget his name. So Who knows? Who who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, it is time for my question. Uh, this is going to be a little bit difficult, but it is. Uh, man, if someone gets this, that man, uh, you blow me away. You blow me away. Okay. Before. Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino teamed up to make From Dust Till Dawn. Um, there was a trailer directed by Robert Kutzman starring this person from this George Romero film. Who was the person who starred in that From Dust Till Dawn trailer? And... What role did he play in what George Romero movie? That's so it's a three pronged answer. Okay. Who, who was the actor? What George Romero movie were they in and what role did they play? And it's kind of a little bit of a trick question because was it movie or movies? So I'll let you answer. If you get one movie, correct. I will accept that. If you're the first person in, and you get one movie correct, I will take that as an answer. 
if it's that particular movie, if it's not, and you pick the other one, I'll roll my eyes and only give you half credit. Okay. So again, last time before, before Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino made from Dustle Dawn, the original grindhouse, um, Robert Kutzman, the, the guy who, who wrote the story and did the special effects part of KMB. He directed a, you know, like a pitch, like a pitch trailer. And it was starring this George Romero actor who played this role in this movie. What is it? Thank you so much. Hope you enjoyed tonight's show. Tell me your thoughts in the comments. Do you want Twilight of the Dead or are you happy with letting sleeping dogs lie? Until next time, peace, hair grease. I'll see you real soon.